Sasha, I'm a little high. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is so high why tea. is bound? Exactly. I know. I'm like really into it. <laughs> a lot of us like, what did we say? I, like, <laughs> I really like it, and I like all the spirals. I like get it. I'm like exactly. now that I'm high and doing it, I get it now. Drinking henny out the bottle. Let's get ratchet. Shake that ass for a shot. Get it clapping. Pop that pussy for my niggas. Don't be acting. Let's get ratchet. Let's get ratchet. Let's get ratchet. Hey. Let's get ratchet. 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 Hey. Let's get ratchet. Let's get ratchet. Let's get ratchet, let's get ratchet, let's get ratchet. Ay. Big, 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 big old booty, big old booty, get it clapping. Finesse these niggas out them dollars, that's a talent. I want some money, want some money, but we had Hi, welcome back. Um, this is episode three. Um, and we are talking boundaries. Uh, boundaries. Yay. Um, and we have a very, very lovely guest. Our, Hi, <laughs> our dear friend Priya, um, who is an overall very talented young person. Who you have a whole zine? You have a whole magazine? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, There's a zine. Some other stuff. Yeah. A fellow Aquarian. A must fellow be Aquarian. <laughs> um, yeah, so if you could tell us a little bit about yourself, Priya, and what pronouns do you use? Yes, yeah, so I'm Priya. I use she, her, hers. I am... What am I? <laughs> I am currently... So I work on a magazine. Oh, well, it's really a creative collective anchored by a magazine called Spicy. We work at the intersection of arts, organizing, and publishing. Ooh. So we're actually working on our second zine right now for Pride. It's called Queering the Alphabet. And it's an A to Z educational zine that um, is spotlighting queer people of color that work in political activism every day of the year. So... That's wow. one thing I'm doing right now. I know. So that's one thing I'm doing right now. But also that's my five to nine, my nine to five. Um, I work on nonprofit strategy at a, a consulting firm. So I'm always thinking about community and how to build the social sector and break down irrelevant funding structures in the world we live in. Um, I'm always thinking about how all types of things that I just talked about intersect all the time. Right. <laughs> Along with a ton of other things. I am an Aquarius and oh. I'm really happy to be here. And Spicy actually covered high tea before. So I feel yes. like this is just really sweet and beautiful that we could talk together about boundaries. Yeah. Full circle. Spicy yeah. gave us a platform for big things. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Spicy. And actually, I always dream about like starting a podcast one day or being on a podcast, but I've never done this before so this is like really exciting for me oh my god <laughs> also Yay! so thank you wow. for letting me do this oh, and we have such a creative crush on you and oh, like, yay. like super support the work that you do thank you i love you guys thank gym. you thank you i rolled a very long joint in honor of priya and her brilliance <laughs> i'm so grateful <laughs> i'm so grateful yes well thank you priya for joining us uh, we have to acknowledge that Megan the Stallion has released <laughs> Fever. Since, yeah. Like, we have to just acknowledge it. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. And now we've all caught a fever. I do have a fever. <laughs> I love her. I'm obsessed. I mean, I wasn't even going to say that. That wasn't even my thing, but I'm, like, literally obsessed with her. Yeah. Aquarius. And is she an Aquarius? Yes. 
No. Stop. Yes. Oh, wait, I literally... When's her birthday? Her Ooh. birthday, I think, is February 13th. No, that's not Tina's birthday. Her birthday is the... Se- Let's look it up right now, actually. Oh, my God. I know. did not know she was an Aquarius. What if she has your birthday? I need to know. <laughs> no, no, it wouldn't. She's a Leo moon. She's a Leo Ooh, moon. That's so perfect. Um, February 15th. So I think I just saw February. it. February... Did you see Go up more on the right. You did see it. Yeah. Wait, she's born in 1995? Yes. She's my age. Yes. What the fuck? She's literally in college still. She's literally like a little younger than me by six days. I'm the ninth. Wait. We might, we probably have like, well, would that mean that a lot of our chart is similar if we're born the same year and the same month? Probably. Yeah. Okay. Honestly, (laughs) it makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) I swear. I this makes sense to me. Um, wow, I'm gagged. So yeah, exactly. So she's six, year, six days younger than me, and she's wow. leading us to freedom. No, she is. Did you guys watch that video that she made where she was like talking about like how they make chicken nuggets? Yes, I saw that video. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it on Twitter and she was just talking about like what they were doing to like kill these chickens and like how inhumane it yeah. was and she was just like I don't know but like I don't want to eat that shit like for no reason but like that's how you're doing the chickens and I was like yes that's like Aquarius energy exactly yes. I was like I don't know what the fuck's the going on but like why would you do the chicken exactly. like that exactly I was like you? yeah like that's such Aquarius energy justice for the chicken literally oh my god that's so funny not justice for the chicken I, Right, right, right. But also the way that she was so funny. The way she was doing the video, the way she was talking was hilarious. Like it was like she was so disgusted. Like I had never seen anyone talk about something like that. Yeah, no, she and she was just like, I don't know about y'all, but like I don't want the chicken nuggets. I was like, Yeah, I feel you. Right. I'm never eating chicken nugget again. Everything she's doing from the beach cleanups, I'm just like Megan. Yeah. Megan. And I think I really like hearing her talk about um, being in school and also being an artist. And she was, like, saying that she'd be on tour, like, coming out of the club and, like, has to, like, log onto her Blackboard. And, like, one time she had to tell her grandma to, like, put in these test answers for her on Blackboard. (laughs) I was like, honestly. (laughs) Mood. Yeah, like, that's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. You can have it all. You can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't have to choose. I was watching. I've been. I've been loving all of her recent interviews, the mm-hmm. long ones that she's doing, and she's just so like. For her, it is obvious to be multifaceted and multidimensional. Like, and she's yeah. just shocked yes. that you're shocked about that. Like, yes. um, what? And in her one, I think in her interview with um, Joe Budden, he was saying something about like being natural body, blah blah blah, whatever, whatever. And she was like, she said. I don't remember her exact words, but she was like, fat people are have beautiful bodies as well. Like, she's just so effortlessly living our politics and, like, modeling what it looks like. Mm-hmm. So and it's so I, natural. Exactly. So I'm, like, super serious when I say she's leading us to freedom because she's modeling the behaviors yeah. that we all already want. She's like, all my hot girls are on point. Yeah. We all support each other and we're all coming up together. All the female rappers love her. Yeah. Megan. She's doing no harm. Megan for president Megan of the for new president. world. <laughs> I also just love her name. Megan the Stallion. And I like that it's the Stallion. I'm like, yeah. yes. Yeah. Anyways, I yeah. I just love her music. Yeah. She's just really yes. fucking talented. Like, she's really talented. So her freestyle video yeah. where she just like buy the car, like, like face yeah. beat, like rapping. Those yeah. are my favorite videos. 
She's fired. She goes in. Her talent is honestly magic, unmatched. Like, what flows out of her when she's rapping and freestyling is unbelievable to witness. It is. And I like her tone. Like, she's hard as fuck. Mm Mm-hmm. And the whole album is so good. I it is. It's it so good. Me day. too. I listen to it all the time. Exactly. I've listened to nothing else. Actually, I was telling my friend Kebe this recently. I listened to, to nothing else to the point where it's like, I need to listen to something else. To break it up. I was journaling to, um, what's the song, to um, cash it. And the yeah. part where the baby's like, because baby don't give a fuck. I'm journaling about like emotional shit I'm processing. And I'm realizing, oh. actually, baby gives a fuck. I need to listen to oh a my God. different <laughs> song. Because in, Wait, this, I love that. in this moment, it no longer applies. Oh, wait, because baby don't give a fuck. Baby gives a fuck. That's Baby gives a fuck. one thing, I'm yeah. processing my childhood. Baby gives a fuck. I do give a fuck. Oh, that's so funny. But back to not giving a fuck. Lisa. Yeah, later. Yeah. yeah. That's so funny. Do you have yeah. favorite songs on the album? I don't know. I literally... I love the album, but I literally listen... For the last, like, few months, I've listened to Big Ol' Freak, like so much in the day and I know she's newer songs and she's great songs and I love all of them but like I just love that one specific song it's biblical it's so good and like even I don't know I love I love that song too I love the song with the baby and I love the baby but like I really just love Big old freak, big body, big old treat. I'ma make a white pussy, pussy. Hit it in these big old ski. Hey, feet on the bed. I fuck him up in the head. Suck it, then look in his eyes. Then the next day I might leave him on red. Hey, pop it, pop it. Uh, they dreaming by high rocket. Huh? He hit my phone with a horse, so I know that me come over and ride it. Ride, ride, ride. I'm on the way. Huh? Ride on that dick, I'm like, hey, hey. So why is boundaries for high tea? So as we deconstruct all the things that we deconstruct and reimagine, this is something that comes up a lot around reimagining new relationships and healing from relationships and healing ourselves, like this specific topic of boundaries. And so we wanted to have a space where we we zoom into the, uh, this element of building relationship with ourselves and with the, with other people and with the the world in general with somebody in our community who's also figuring this out and so Shadaria shared a little bit about why we wanted to bring in Priya um but then the thing that was like the universe screaming at us like text Priya now was when they posted something um, a quote that really moved us around boundaries being a form of protection protect me and I'll protect you um I think when boundaries are be are healthy and um at their best they literally protect everybody and so in the past two episodes we've been talking about the the idea of protection how that incorporates the capricorn energy and how protect like just how protection fits into um the world that we're building and birthing for ourselves yeah so that being said how did we learn slash not learn boundaries in this current world in this realm and what are what what are the lessons that we've learned so that what are how is it that we know what we're leaving behind and where we're moving towards yeah whoa (laughs) (laughs) gave a speech yeah um um yeah daria you i i think when i think about learning boundaries like if I'm thinking about, like, my child self, um, like, no one was, I don't think, ever explicitly even used the language <coughs> boundaries. Like... Oh, absolutely not. Um, 
I think it was more so like speak up for yourself, say no, or if someone harms you as a child, like come to us. But like, I feel like I learned mm. like boundaries through like, don't let anyone touch you, you know, like mm. through like sex. Like the earliest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, yeah, I think so too. Um, so that was like, for me, like the most, um, like tangible um, example of learning uh, boundaries, but then I also think like, and I don't, I just don't think that was sufficient because like we have relationships with literally everything, like with school, like, and when I say with school, like the amount of work that you put into school, like we have like work relationships, like. We just have so many relationships and we need to know how to draw boundaries with everything to protect ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I just don't feel like Mm -hmm. uh, as a child, like I even had that conception of relationships as something that needed boundaries. Yeah, no, I definitely didn't. Yeah. Yeah. That's Hmm. really interesting. I'm thinking about how children are taught like um boundaries from this place of scarcity like don't do this don't do that Mm -hmm. but not what do you want to do or what yeah totally i was just kind of thinking about that um like reversing that question Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um and how i feel like that's where we're at right now in adulthood where we've reversed the question of like what actually does feel good yeah and grappling with that for the first time, which yeah. requires so much inner child work because it means like, well, have I been doing things that haven't felt good this whole 27 years? Oh, shit. Yeah. And I was just thinking about um, like even I'm thinking about just like at home, like when being little and then like kind of like having no like how you were saying earlier before we started recording about having no boundaries almost and just like in the family yeah. boundaries aren't really even a th- like I feel like in my family like boundaries weren't really a thing like never could like have your door closed also mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. if your grandma needs you to bring down something or whatever you now. have to do it and like what if like mom I don't feel well or like I don't want to go or like I whatever like there's no boundaries or like finish all the food on your plate like I'm full no boundaries like, yeah exactly so it's almost just like the existence of the like Ugh. the like, duty being more important than boundaries mm-hmm and I feel like that's just a lot of how I didn't learn that kind of, like, boundary when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. Because, I don't know, you just don't really know how to... And then when you're older and it, like, comes up, you're like, I don't even know how to say no or, like, respond to this thing because I've just been t- taught to not really set boundaries, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. in service. Yeah. I think, I think that makes me realize, like, in adulthood, I'm finding that there are many places where I can say no, yeah. whereas I'm like, wow, I can actually say no at every corner that I turn, yeah. but I never knew that, or never knew you that. You can always say no. And so I can always say no. yes, and so where are the, the spaces where I'm not consenting to that yeah. initial question? Yeah. And it is around things like finish the food on your plate like right it's like the little things yeah yeah (laughs) it's like those little things you're just like "Uh, i don't get it but it doesn't matter yeah i actually wrote in yeah yeah i was thinking sorry i wrote in my notes and i was like the the 
when I started prioritizing boundaries was when I would like go home at night after like work or all doing all these things and like really maybe not eating right or like taking care of myself and being like, okay, how many times today did I protect myself or like did I like set a boundary no matter if it was like an awkward moment like or whatever would come but just like how many times I do that today or how many times I like wish I did it in my head Mm. and like (laughs) a lot of times I like wished I did it in my head Mm. and then I was like okay this doesn't you can't like feel that way at the end of every day Mm -hmm. not every day but like you can't have days like that Mm -hmm. and how that in and of itself is the creation of an internal boundary yes that's like like the the thing yeah and that's when you feel like you start breaking boundaries with yourself wow yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. Breaking boundaries. I know. It's like setting boundaries in the external world, but breaking them internally. Yeah. You have to break them internally. Wow. Yeah. Because some boundaries are not, like, I feel like some boundaries need to be broken. Like, there's certain boundaries that you need to unlearn, but then certain ones you need to put in place. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Kind of. Yeah. I think, uh, Mm. there's so much I want to respond to, but... Uh, (laughs) sorry no you're fine you're fine um I'm thinking about again like back to like thinking about boundaries and relationships being um Mm -hmm. kind of inseparable to me um like recognizing like for me that relationships shift and so like boundaries Mm -hmm. need to shift and like totally we need to take a look at if the boundary is useful anymore um, or needs to be shaped in another way. Um, So like, um, I'm just trying to think of an example, but like... um, That's so interesting. I guess I'm thinking about like with Um, Mm non-monogamy. So like... For instance, if, like, your partner has a boundary of, like, I would like to, like, not um, hear about, like, the details of your your other relationships or, like, a date that you mm-hmm. went on, right? Um, because of where I am right now, like, processing non-monogamy or just, like, not feeling super secure in this, then, like, I need this boundary right. um, of, like, not knowing this information, um, but that could also shift. Like at some point it could be like, actually, I do want to yeah. hear, um, about your partners or like, I do want to be filled in or meet your partners. So like, just always like, I think that like the space of reflection is for me often when I set boundaries. Totally. Cause sometimes I feel like you could set boundaries based off like a, instinct Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to just set the boundary Mm -hmm. and I mean maybe for that moment that might be like the right thing to do if your body or Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. is telling you to set that from that from an instinct of something but then when you reflect on it later you could maybe yeah just figure out where you actually want to set that Mm -hmm. in terms of like where you want to go because it's almost like I'm thinking about a visual like if you set the boundary really close you're only going to go that far Mm -hmm. if you want to like push it back a little bit to go deeper like you could do that But it's, like, really up to you and, like, whatever you can handle. I love that visual. Yeah. I think that, like, in the think- in the thinking of undoing different things, <laughs> um, we are, like, dominant culture makes everything so static, so much so that we have to learn that things are always in motion. Like, the mm-hmm. earth is always rotating. Mm-hmm. Things are always yeah. in motion. But 
everything tells us like, okay, now we're together, period. Now we're together. Now we're married. And it's like, we are always in motion. It's not static. And I think accepting that and learning that lets boundaries always be shifting with all the different things that we're in relationship with. Right. Mm -hmm. But I also think that's the first boundary that needs to be learned, which I also, like Daria was saying, feel like I've recently learned and internalized Mm -hmm. deeply. Like everything is always changing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. At all times. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's really hard to come to terms with that. It's super hard to come to terms with that. But it's also great. I love it. It's amazing. It is great. Once you, yeah, once you come to terms with it, it's, it, it can release a lot. It can. Yep. It really but can. But the process of coming to terms yeah. with it, it's like, yeah, it I've is. ripped everything yeah. off. Yeah. I know. Yeah, but I think that when we, so when you were talking about, um, I think you all were talking about consent earlier. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Um, and like, around like, parents, um, mm-hmm. I can't go back to exactly what you're thinking about, but it was making me think about like, um, <laughs> like on a like more like uh, what is the word? Um, like on a macro level, um, think about how like our society needs. Like, it can't change as quick as change actually changes, if that makes sense. Right. Like, mm-hmm. it cannot move with as much quickness because then there's no, there's nothing reliable. Um, like, systems of control are, are like, and, and the rate of change are just going to always be in conflict. Um, yeah, that's true. So, interesting. Um, yeah, I'm just thinking about it on, like, a. what I was thinking about is, like, the parents, like, so you, your example, Priya, was, um, mm-hmm. like, saying, no, you're full, but they're, like, uh, there's still food on your plate, right? Like, that's kind of, like, a, right. an unsaid moment where, like, your voice is kind of, like, not even kind of, it is silence, like, what you want is yeah. like repressed um totally and so like also thinking about like how like like interpersonally we start to develop these little moments of like larger systems of control and like mm-hmm. why yes. so many of oh, us oh that made me think about it yeah. yeah 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 so many of us like go through this 16 year old rebellion because it's like literally like a build-up. It's a build-up. Literally. Up. Yeah. Like, fuck alone. Yeah. It's like, don't fucking touch me. Yes. Like, yeah, like, no, yeah, that shit's crazy. Plus the hormones, then your shit's just rocked. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, Daria, to your point about systems of control, like, this society is against change. Mm-hmm. Like, everything yeah. is moving you yeah. to be static with totally. it. Yeah. And you want to change. Honestly, maybe, yeah, I feel that. I think a lot of... I think when I start to think more and more about how everything is always changing and, like, becoming comfortable with that, it's like, yeah, you, like, want that. Like, you don't want everything to just stay the same. As much as in the moment you might think you want a situation to last forever, 
You really probably don't. No. It's gonna need to evolve no matter what. So like, if you, yeah, you, I see what you're saying when you like yelled like, I love it because I also feel like that towards change. Right. It has to happen. Because what makes me scared of rapid change is like what I truly want is security and safety. Yes. And for me, that means like the ability to love and live freely right. from myself and my loved ones. Yeah. That's what I want. And yeah. that's what makes me like change is like, I'm afraid that that's what would be compromised. Exactly. That's the scary part. Yes. But what I want is freedom. Right. 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 Um, and you could get, you don't know. You, yeah. yeah. Could change it positively. Yeah. 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 So true. Yeah. There's two things I was going to say. One, um, the the society being, being obsessed with, like, or, like, the, they don't like change. Like, our society is against change. Like, mm-hmm. which is why we're also feeling this dystopic kind of, not even kind of, this dystopic experience of life right now is because we are seeing, mm-hmm. like, our old systems like hold on to these very archaic ways of being and like we've kind of already millennials are like a lot of us are just already thinking in this way that's outside of the system yeah yeah totally so it's just a glitch it feels like a glitch because it's like we know this is stupid but it's happening and we don't like, yeah. Like, you know why okay. yeah that's so true i always when i'm watching the news like i can't i mean i, I didn't can't his fucking name but i just can't watch that shit because i'm just like if you know something like you know this man did something like this shit is so stupid right. like right i just it looks like a big game and i'm just like we all know the jig like, we all we know the jig yeah yeah and it's also but at, at the same time it's like as much as you want to just be like we know the jig like this little game but like it's like obviously not a game, but you know, it's hard. It's really hard to see that. And I think it's also the it, it's cloning. That's what I need to get mm-hmm. out into the world. Like mm-hmm. we are witnessing a process of cloning that like even like look at uh, Kim Kardashian and like all the many Kim Kardashians that have that's come crazy. And like fast fashion. Wait, that's actually so scary. <laughs> Yeah, I'm scared. <laughs> That's so true. It's really, and like this is why I have such a tough time with social media. And once I had this conversation mm-hmm. with myself, like then I was really, I feel like able to like break myself out of the algorithm because it's like you just get into this spiral where you're like, this person is doing that, that person is doing this, and it's like. Bitch, you're on your own mm-hmm. motherfucking unique ass path and you don't have to do anything like this. Go any way this way. You don't way. have to do shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's like, you're kind of, you start to Literally, tell yourself. that's the thing. Yeah. I know we started off talking about like how we learn boundaries. I don't know if you said everything that you wanted to touch on. Because um, I know that you said some stuff about um, like learning from your mother. Um, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. I could touch on that. I mean, basically, I, like, learned a lot from my mom. Mm-hmm. But I definitely learned also... I, I mean, I definitely didn't learn correctly, I think, how to set boundaries. Mm-hmm. And I think I just, like, carried that with me. Mm-hmm. And I don't think... That, I think that she also hasn't really learned how to set boundaries yet. Mm-hmm. And it's... it's I, I try to 
talk with her about that sometimes, but I feel like we both are in, like, we both are trying to break out of it, but I'm, like, kind of trying in a different way than she is, Mm -hmm. in, like, a way more radical way than I think she was even able to. Mm -hmm. So there's that aspect, too, of just, like, boundaries weren't set when she may have had the opportunity to set them because she couldn't. Mm -hmm. So I think that part of the reason, and I know this is kind of in here, but part of the reason why I think it's so important is because just, like, seeing the connection of boundaries with me and my mom. And my mom is, like, it's nothing, like, I don't want to make it seem like it's anything negative because she has done so much for so many people that that will, it's like a massive legacy that she'll, like, lead forever because it's just the work that she's done for others, but it's also come at such a high cost Mm -hmm. to herself. And I think that I've witnessed that and... I don't want to be like, I don't want that for myself. Cause it's not true. Cause it's like, she, I don't want to make it sound like it's whatever the worst thing in the world, but it's also, I don't want that for myself. Mm-hmm. And I want to be able to make decisions where she wasn't mm-hmm. because I'm in a different p- place than she is. And that's such a privilege. And because I have that, because I have the option to set boundaries, right. I have to try. Right. Yes. And I just feel like if I tears up, yeah, because there's a lot of people, like just a lot of people didn't have the option to share boundaries and like mm-hmm. people's, boundaries have been colonized forever and like they weren't even able to just attempt yes so i feel like the fact that like i could be sitting in my office and like i could just say no to doing some shit really easily and like probably be okay but like i have nerves in me and things in me that like make me you know feel certain ways and i don't know if i should say this or not say this or how should i come across whatever but then i'm really just like i have the opportunity right now to stand up for myself and, like, the consequences aren't that going to be as high, that high as it could have been. And I really have to do it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I'm not great at it. And I'm still obviously in the process as, like, we're talking about. But I feel like I have to try. Mm-hmm. Um, For sure. And I think that, like, my mom has, like, taught me that. And my grandma. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Matriarchy. Yeah, matriarchy. the matriarchy taught me. I The matriarchy taught me. The matriarchy taught me. Learned. Seriously. Yeah. That's beautiful. Wow, thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah. It makes me think about her in a lot of our recent episodes. Like, we're thinking about how we're mothering. Yeah. And how we have different, we have more tools than our moms had yes. and that their moms it's had. And really Dan, I talk about that all the time. Yeah. So there's this like reverse lineage that's happening before we move on to the world, or like as we're moving on to and birthing yeah. this world. I talked about that with Giselle today on the phone, our astrologer, just the reverse lineage of mothering I just because we so true. have the tools. Yeah. I was just thinking about this the other day and I actually started feeling like really guilty about it because I was just feeling a lot of like what like kind of like so basically just like a little tidbit like so my mom has always taken care of her mother Mm -hmm. she's always and my grandmother's 96 so she's lived with us and my mom has other siblings but my mom's like her primary caretaker taker for years Mm -hmm. and it it is it is a massive sacrifice Mm -hmm. um taking care of a 96 year old she's healthy Mm -hmm. but it is just things um, our sacrifice and I was just thinking like my mom is dealing with all these things like taking care of my grandma and I'm like here doing great work that I think is meaningful and meaningful for them and my mom is like mm-hmm. to like she as as much as she can be like she's proud like when she can be and like mm-hmm. I think that she, this is a I'm doing what I need to be doing right now and it's what she wants me doing what she like sacrificed so much for me to do mm-hmm. but I still feel so guilty that mm-hmm. I'm like 
out here, like, self-discovering, like, trying to find a voice, like, trying to exercise my boundaries and things like that that I'm able to think so critically about. Mm -hmm. But, like, I don't know. There's, like, a level of guilt that just comes with thinking about the fact that I can even do that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I think, like, I think it's important to touch on the guilt. Yeah. Um, especially in boundary making, because I think that's often why yes, we totally. as black and brown femmes and women yeah. don't create um, boundaries. Um, yes, so much guilt. Yeah, there's a lot no, of guilt and there's a lot of yeah. like, one, there's, a, there's an attachment to our identities as the people who sacrifice and just give and give and give and give. And what I was thinking mm-hmm. about is like, you all were saying the matriarchy, but I was thinking about, like, again, I'm, I'm stuck in this cancer energy, like the cancer mm-hmm. Capricorn um, analogy, but, like, the cancer being the mother, and, like, like you were saying, MM, we mother ourselves a lot, or, like, we've been using that language of, like, remothering our our parents and our grandparents Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so what i'm thinking about is like the the patriarchy exploits like what we have come to see as mothering yeah um, completely to the point where it's like we don't even know the labor like we can we don't even have the language around the labor that's why emotional labor has become such a huge term totally Um, because there's been yeah. ways that, like, the work that we do, like, the work that people do to care for each other mm-hmm. and the earth um, has been erased to the point where it's just kind of, like, um, erased for exploitation to the point where it's, like, we don't even recognize that this is all that we're doing. Um, it's so true. And so then to even, yeah. like, to create the boundary, you have to, like, be like have another a whole other awareness um yeah of the labor that you're doing um and yeah you have to acknowledge it Mm -hmm. and see it as valuable Mm -hmm. and draw the boundary Mm -hmm. Um, it's interesting and also see it as like an exertion of energy like i love doing emotional labor but it like i am tired after yeah it is a resource that is depleted because it's just another energy source literally and like i think that like caretaking and like Mm -hmm. um you know the the emotional labor of loving people and the earth Mm -hmm. is um incredibly important work but we we don't we don't always see it as work, right? So I'm back at the emotional mm-hmm. labor thing, but, like, that's where I think the guilt comes in because it's like, oh, mm-hmm. you don't love me if you don't do these things. And that's how our labor gets weaponized against us and, like, this whole, like, guilt totally starts to come in. It's like, oh, you're not grateful if you don't do A, B, and C. Like, you're not, reciproc- you're not reciprocating my love if you don't sacrifice and that is a yeah, huge it's so true. idea that we are sitting with and, like, resisting. <laughs> like, just, like, not even sitting yeah. with, but, like, yeah. unpacking and trying to resist. Yeah. Yeah. In turn, that kind of makes me think about something that I was um, thinking about before this, which is I feel like 
I don't know if anyone else had this experience, but when you're with someone, because I feel like my current partner, he has seen, he has, the reason why I love him a ton is because, like, I feel like he's seen my boundaries for me when I haven't seen them Mm. and really tried to stick up for my boundaries in a way that was just, like, you're going to let them do you like that? Like, you, really? Like, Mm. come on. Like, and, and really recognizing where I learned to not set boundaries and kind of being that reflection to help me learn where I need to set boundaries mm. and also being okay to talk about like setting boundaries together mm-hmm. in our relationship with a lot I mean, there's so many things mm-hmm. in relationships where you could talk about boundary setting but just see having someone see your boundaries for you has been like for me like an experience I've never had in my life before mm-hmm. and just like really liberating mm-hmm. and wow because you can't, if you don't know how to do that, you've never seen it before, and you might just be feeling depleted and really not know why. Right. Yeah. And it's really hard. And it's even with small things. I remember, like, this was something, it was such a big thing for me, and it sounds so silly now, because, but it's really not silly. But it was when I was in college, like, I would always go out and then be like, dang, like, I'd be like, dang, I didn't even want to go out. Or, like, I just wasted all that energy mm-hmm. and money going out, spending money on alcohol. Like, I didn't really want to go out that mm-hmm. much. And then he would hear that and then be like so shocked and be like you didn't even want to go out like you shouldn't have gone like you sh- really shouldn't go mm-hmm. and I was like yeah I know but like everyone wanted to chill like I'm just like very much like like mm. I don't know like and it wasn't even a peer pressure thing it was like I want to hang with my friends and like they want to hang with me like mm-hmm. I should really do this mm-hmm. but then and then when it, he just kept like kind of like not letting me forget that like that's not okay mm-hmm. and you really should just like listen to yourself and if you don't want to do something you don't need to do it mm-hmm. and people who love you will be okay with that right. and I think that like that's something that I just like had not had completely not learned mm-hmm. up until that point so I was like in college and then I just started like trying to exercise that muscle mm-hmm. and it feels really weird yes but yes I love the exercise muscle because I think that it is something that you just have to get used to doing over and over and Mm -hmm. over and over again. And it's not, it doesn't get easy like right away. Okay, I did it one time. No, like, bitch, you got to do it like 20 times before you're like, okay, I'm good on saying, bitch, you got me fucked up. Yeah, exactly. Like, you really need to do it a ton. And like with different people, because they're different personalities, some people are more, I don't know, like, just like. But also just keeping the same energy, literally, and just being, like... And also being... I feel like with it, when it's with loved ones, then there's, like, that certain level of, like, you have to be kind of... The way you... The, the delivery of the boundary matters, where you kind of have to be, like... You don't want to hurt them, mm-hmm. but you need to deliver this boundary. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's where I'm now kind of, like, really trying to have grace in that, but also mm-hmm. being, like, dang, like, that wasn't so graceful, but it had to come across, and just kind of being okay with... Yeah figuring out that process and knowing that you're not going to get it right the first time right right and that people are going to feel some type of way if they need to yeah feel it yeah Yeah. i also think that's a huge part of being like for me like inheriting this like people pleaser type yes that word you're like oh i don't want this person to be upset with me or like i'm afraid that it's going to compromise the relationship or um yeah, right. like, or it, it's such a scared place to yeah, be. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. And it's just like, I think for me, what has helped me okay. is like, thank you, of course, stepping into, um, like recognizing that, like, I have, like, people have set a boundary with me, or people have, like, 
rejected me or done fucked up shit and like I still care about them love them and want to have a relationship with exactly. them exactly like because they took accountability right you know what I mean or like any like I know that like if someone sets a boundary with me I, I would want to be open and listen to that so like that right. gives me more you do that for others yeah exactly like I then like okay so when I ask for a boundary or like set a boundary you should respect that because I would respect it mm-hmm. yeah one time my dad told me that you should always speak the truth because people that really love you will climb mountains to make you happy. Mm. And I always sticks with me with boundary setting because it's just like, if people don't respect your boundary setting, mm-hmm. then maybe there's something missing there. Like yeah. maybe there's no love. There's like yeah. not the love you thought was there. Right. Yeah. Because, and maybe it might take them a little, but like if they straight up just don't respect it or even if they're not even open to it, that's kind of like a red flag, right. I think. Yeah. Huge one. Huge red, red flag yeah. right there. Yeah. It's like that really red. Reminds me of a post that I saw around um, correcting people with pronouns. Like mm-hmm. if I've told you these are my pronouns and then you've not honored them, mm-hmm. like going to take that as a cue that you don't respect it. You yeah. I heard you moving yeah. accordingly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And like you didn't even try. Right. right. Nice. <laughs> or even, yeah, exactly. To what you were saying, what you were both mm-hmm. saying earlier about the mirrors, I think mm-hmm. that that's so important to uplift because we have we're doing this work together. Like we're literally yeah. relearning, mirroring each other, reinforcing, and we say that about all the different things we've talked about. But I think that that's such a critical thing to acknowledge that in the world we're moving to, we cannot do any of this work alone. Yeah. Totally, we need each other for comfort, for like. Just like everything you said about your partner, I feel like Daria is like that for me. Yeah. Being able to have somebody who also Taurus. wants They're their both best Tauruses. Oh, love Tauruses. Yeah, um, they love so good. They do. Um, and so big. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and get you a Taurus. Other point, in your life. Get you a Taurus. Yeah, get you a Taurus. Winning. <laughs> yeah. Um, but around how. As we're socialized in our relationships, we're socialized into such insecure relationships. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. when I've struggled with boundary setting, I've also had the thought that you shared, Priya, like, will this affect, um, like, is my relationship with this person now going to be at risk because right. I set this boundary? And now that I think about it, it's like, whoa, like, that's... for a whole ass relationship to be at risk, that would have to be some pretty big shit that's happening. Yeah, just over, like protecting your boundary right but we are so insecure that a relationship yeah. like, we live in such a culture of abandonment and disposability yeah. that and so i've started to like daria was saying to think like i don't people have frustrated me or annoyed me or done these things and i don't end relationships over i don't think it's warranted no yeah so then i don't believe that people would have that escalated reaction about me totally and then having the self-narrative of like i'm not disposable and i know the people yeah. that relate to me don't look at me like that exactly but Having to like go through that whole talk with myself, like mm. no, they're not mad at you. Mm. Yeah. The relationship isn't over. Mm. But how sad that my heart goes to that place. Totally. Even with people who I know and love, and it's I know really love hard. me too. Yeah, and like I think that's kind of where the part about learning. I mean, because as we're learning how to set personal boundaries there's also part of like learning to respect other people's boundaries and reading them when they tell you like this is my boundary understanding that and I feel like with me like me and my partner process um 
conflict really differently. Mm. And so it's been it's like been a like a project in our relationship I feel so like beautiful. we're like we like and I think we've gotten a lot better than we were when we were like 19 because we've been together for almost five years wow. so yeah so yes. it's a lot you could like feel the progress and sometimes I do some shit and I'm like that was fucking grown wow mm. because I'm just like I would have never done this mm. when I was 19 or 20 <laughs> but um Seriously. But I think that Project for Us has been, for me, I'm very, like, post-conflict, I need to talk. Mm. And, like, I would like to talk with you if we had the conflict and just, like, work through (laughs) it. And then afterwards, be done and, like, go get some cake, coffee, tea, whatever. Move on. But my partner's very much like, I need a second to think. And think through my thoughts and just be alone in my thoughts and be Mm. safe in my thoughts. Mm -hmm. And that's, like, what he communicates to me. Like, that's what he tells me, like when I want him to tell me something or I want him to talk or I want to talk it out, he's like, I just need to be safe in my thoughts right now. And that's, like, when I know that that's, like, the boundary. Right. And it's just, like... And, I mean, you, I've I've grown a lot in terms of, like, respecting that boundary. And I now I notice and I know what he when he's communicating it to me. So that's great because at the beginning, I don't even know if I knew that that was a boundary. Like, yes. I didn't even know how to read that. I was like, okay. Like, it was just... I know. I was just, yeah, I, was, I was just going all in. So I was just, like, I didn't really get it. But now I feel like that I can understand boundary language. And, he, I mean, he's not saying this is a boundary. He could, but he's not saying it in that language. But even that I could feel mm-hmm. that that's a boundary... And for me to be wow. okay with that. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, if you want to commit to the person, you're going to understand their boundaries. And, like, right. you know, if you really can't get down with it, then maybe it's not working. But if you can commit to that project of, like, learning people's boundaries and respecting them mm-hmm. and feeling safe, mm-hmm. like, it's a lot of practice. I love but thinking about things in relationships as projects together. It's like a of project. Like, yeah, Daria, sure. what are our projects? I know. You got to... Yeah, this hella. There's a ton. Yeah. Wow, the project of setting bound. How beautiful. Yeah, yeah. and I love, Capricorn loves that word. Yeah. I'm like, yes, a project. A, a project. <laughs> yeah. I want to project manage that yes. shit. <laughs> Literally. I love... That's um, me. I love the language that couples create in their, like, mm, shifting yeah. relationship. Or, like, you know, like... Mm-hmm. The project is just feels good. And, like, I remember, like... Yeah. Like, I just love, I'm totally in the space of just, like, thinking about relationships as, like, its own entity. Um, totally. And, uh, yeah, like, how you can just mold it however you want. And in the molding and in the creating it, it's, like, this, like, beautiful language blossoms. And, like, mm-hmm. um, what you were saying about, like, he, he doesn't have to say it's a boundary, but I can feel it. It's, like, mm-hmm. we have our own mm-hmm. language. Um, mm-hmm. Totally. And, like, I, I understand it as a boundary. Yeah. Totally. That's so beautiful. Yeah. You have to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I've seen the way that people react, and I've been on either end of this, mm-hmm. but when people react when you don't respect their boundary, mm-hmm. and it could be, like, really, like... It could be, I mean, I don't want to say the word scary, but like it, it, you really, when you see people get into a space where their boundaries aren't being respected right and left, yeah. it's really, really terrible. Yeah. It's a violation. It's a violation. It's a total violation. Yeah, it's like, and it's like, it's also, a total violation. It's a huge, I think it's also like a communication that you don't value my safety because like I'm yeah, telling you. Yeah, that's like the thing about protecting. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah I'm telling it. you, like, I need this to feel safe. Like, that's what a boundary is. Yeah. Um, literally yes um, so when someone 
refuses to do that, it's like, fuck you. Fuck you and your safety. <laughs> Basically. Um, yeah. No, literally. And that's also, like, hella triggering. Like, you don't yeah. know, like... Mm-hmm. You don't. You won't always know. And honestly, the person who's setting the boundary, low key, might not even know the context of why they even need to set that boundary. But right. you might tap into something that you don't even. You didn't even think you were tapping into when you violate someone's boundary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they yeah. might not even know, but they'll feel it right. some way. Right. But you have to be really, really cognizant. Right. Yeah, we're all. We've been talking, or Darian and I have started talking about disability justice, mm-hmm. and I've started reading care work. Oh, awesome. Um, and if we, what I appreciated is that from the beginning, it's like we are all disabled living mm-hmm. in white supremacy capitalism yeah. right now to different degrees yeah. and in different capacities. So we are all dealing with huge amounts of trauma. Right. Totally. Some of which is processed trauma, much of which is isn't. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Totally. So you don't know how what people, like, I think in boundary setting is also learning what our triggers are and being able to communicate those mm-hmm. and also acknowledging the fact that learning your triggers is a lifelong process. Right. Lifelong, yeah. Setting boundaries is a lifelong process. Yeah. It just needs to be done. Exactly. Please yeah. get started. Please get started now. Baby boy, please tell me like it is. Cause you talk love, but you never act on it. Because the but just thinking about this conversation in general like getting into relationship with someone and checking in with their boundaries are are are, like are not typically like I think they're becoming more so now a conversation um like a normalized conversation but um yeah I think we should just like prioritize like having conversations around boundaries and I also love what yeah. you were saying, M.M., about, like, boundaries can also be a conversation about, like, what you do want versus, like, what mm-hmm. you don't yeah. want or, like, can't, you know, process. Totally. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like relationships relationships are also a time where boundaries are learned because you're in such close intimacy in different ways. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like... I feel like a lot of boundaries are tested right, um, right. through relationships. Right. So it's a good kind of like, it's like an experiment time for like, okay, like mm-hmm. let's see mm-hmm. where my boundary is for this one thing that I've mm-hmm. never done or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's like, that's the experience. And at this point I'm high. So yeah. that's the experience of life and being a human. Like, what do you like? Right. What do yeah. you want what in do this you body? Want? What do you like? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What feels good to you? What feels bad to you? What does healing feel like yeah. in your body right now? Yeah. yeah. And who helps that yeah. and how? Yeah. yeah. That's a good segue to talk about boundaries and sex. Priya said yeah. boundaries are sexy. We were like, boundaries are sexy. I honestly didn't think that 
five years ago, but I've gone to a place where I just think boundaries are like, I don't know. I just love them. (laughs) They just, they just protect everything. They keep everything close that you want to keep close and keep protect everything that you want to protect. Mm -hmm. Um, to the point where you feel so safe. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's like the thing. I think it's like, I feel like ecstasy could be synonymous with like utmost safety. Mm. Like it's just like freedom level of safety that you're just like, Mm -hmm. yes, like freedom literally. And I think that that's just like, the sexiest thing. Yeah, it is. I, I love like, that freedom is synonymous to safety. Wow. Yeah, gets emotional. Yeah. I know. I I I see freedom as uh, synonymous with safety because of what you were saying about like. Uh, I think for me, it's like this person has communicated to you over and over and over that they value their safe your safety and like they want to make sure that you are safe and well by respecting your mm-hmm. boundaries. Um, so then it's like, okay, I can jump. Like, you know what I mean? Like I can, like, yeah, I know this person. Yeah. (laughs) I can jump. Yeah. Yeah, No, but actually, um, and you can, you, you know, this person is committed to like catching you and, um, holding your hand as you just like fly and like. You also yeah. feel that same energy for them. Like, okay, I also want you mm-hmm. to enjoy this. Exactly. And, like, imagine holding your hand with a bunch of fucking people. That's how I see, like, this shift right now. Like, yeah. I feel like what we're communicating in this time is, like, I actually want all people and the earth to be well. <laughs> like, yep. and, and to be super safe. Yeah. And just ex- be safe. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean that, like, not, like, they're, they're not separate, right? Like, I want you to yeah. feel yeah, yeah, yeah. safe and, like, know that I am a part of your safety plan. <laughs> like, I... Yeah, exactly. You know? And, like, it's... When we're saying, like, fuck capitalism, we're saying fuck patriarchy, we're saying fuck these systems that I, like, see these people yeah. who are um, not the power group as disposable. Us. Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so, yeah, I think it's super... I, I do like this, this language of sexy... Um, because it is freeing. Yeah. It is really freeing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also with the thinking of like the body liberation stuff and the pleasure mm-hmm. activism stuff we've been mentioning. I like knowing where people's pleasure points are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? And very both emotionally, sensually yeah. attract. Right now, at least in the way I'm approaching romance and sensuality, I'm interested as to what makes you feel healed. Right. Like yeah. that is a turn on physically mm-hmm. yeah um exactly yeah and like that's so important like healing can actually be really sexy you know like yes like yes. sex is healing yeah. like it can be if that's what you're into yeah. like yeah um sex magic hey yeah sex literally magic. it can be yeah my new favorite thing yeah it is uh, that's amazing i feel like we said in one it ep- needs to be one episode like um when i orgasm like an ancestor is healed or something like that yes <laughs> no literally that's like what i'm saying like yeah. you have to do that mm-hmm. yeah. you have to prioritize that yeah and i think at the the basis of like a, a 
boundary setting conversations is just like what do you need what do you want right and like how can mm-hmm. um i think once what is that like Mas- maslow's hierarchy hierarchy of needs. of needs but like once you feel like yeah. like people around you are like going to provide yeah. for your needs like the major one being mm-hmm. safety then you can start to explore your desires literally bro that's right. it right episode summary that's <laughs> it maslow's hierarchy <laughs> but whatever no literally yeah, yeah that's really it and what i've noticed with this that like is the craziest <coughs> thing mm-hmm. is i feel like with I was just like really into patterns and shit, mm-hmm. and I just be seeing so many patterns in my life where like mm-hmm. the question is com- is comes if you don't set the boundary now, if there's a boundary you need to set today and you don't set it, you're probably gonna have to think about setting it in a week. Exactly. The same problem exactly. is about to come back, and like God is not gonna forget and be like, you didn't learn that lesson. <laughs> okay, bet I'll be back next week. We'll do this again. Yeah. And I've been setting, trying to set the same boundary for years, bro. Like I'm just, I'm gonna do it one day. God has time yeah he has time but like he has time he's like checking it oh you didn't do it yet all right like i'll be back like that's how i feel and that's why i don't know and that's why when i actually have like successfully set a boundary i feel so like literally last week maybe it was like two weeks ago i successfully set a boundary verbally with someone that i really needed to do that with that i had been having a lot of pent-up anger about for a long time and i like set that boundary and like was everything great and happy after no no (laughs) but it's a process and like be sitting in that too has been a whole experience Mm -hmm. but um after i did it i just felt so liberated from it and i was just like wow like that's just such a good feeling. And it's such a good feeling. For so long. It's so it's a good, it's a feeling. good feeling. It's really even is. in the mess, midst of the messiness of it. Mm-hmm. It's like it's still a good feeling to have just like said what you needed to say mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. and have it out there. Yeah. And like, if people like it, people don't like it. You know, it doesn't really. It doesn't matter. I, I said, mean, yes. what I said. I said what I said. I said what I said. It doesn't matter at that point. Yeah. Like. It's really just, that's it. Yeah. So much of all this work yeah. is just being in our truth. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like being Straight in up. honesty. And I've been talking to Daria yeah. about this. Like honesty is the best feeling in the world. Yes. It's a really good place. It's liberating. <laughs> it Literally. is. Because just like safety, honesty, I also believe is synonymous to safety. Yeah. I also believe is synonymous if you have to, to If you can't be honest, something's up. Exactly. Like, something's preventing you from being yourself. Yes. Because so much is possible yeah. once we have honesty and safety. Then we yeah. can, like, anything is literally possible. Yeah. You can really start yeah. exploring. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Wow. Well, congratulations on setting that boundary. Yeah. yeah. I know, because that's just the thing. Like, the same things be happening in my life, and I'm just like, dang, why is this happening to me again? And it's because, like, I didn't fucking, like, write it the first time. Mm-hmm. The first time around. I didn't nip it in the bud, so... Yeah. It just comes back. Yeah. I mean, there's other things like that. There's a thousands, but yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 yeah. I love talking about all this because it is, it is a larger pattern, right? So like the things that we do and we internalize are a, a replication of the larger systems, right? So like not, addressing things or like not um 
speaking your truth um, is often a symptom of like your truth being a source of like violence. Um, yeah, right? totally. Like, so you've been shamed like repeatedly into like not speaking your yes. truth. And like, this is what I was trying to get at with the like eating the dinner situation where it's like from birth, like we've been kind of yeah. like our socialization is silence. Like totally uh, repression. Yeah. Repression. Yeah. And so learning how to speak, literally just speak and like be honest about how you're yeah, feeling be honest. is a huge part of like a liberation movement. Um, yeah, agreed. So agreed. Yeah. And the part of just kind of like, I have to say what I have to say and like, kind of like the come what may. Yeah, exactly. Like, whatever happens after this, mm-hmm. I said this thing and now we're here. Right. So right. what's happening next? Right. Like, I just really am trying to get more open to that. Like, mm-hmm. come what may, mm-hmm. this is what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't hide from that. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And to go back to what you were saying, like, I have the opportunity to To say say this. this. What's changed the course, because maybe someone would have said this before. Right. If boundaries, I mean, some boundaries weren't able to be set, but now that we can, Mm -hmm. what can be possible? Mm -hmm. Uncharted territory. Yeah, uncharted territory. But we're walking together. Walking on it. Yeah. We're walking on it. Oh my God. Yes, that's how I feel. Yeah. That's how I feel. It's so true. I'm proud of us. I know. Yeah, I am too. Like, we're breaking some shit. Like, some real shit. Yeah. Like, it's so brave to want to do this work because I said this in my workshop tonight. Like, I have no guide other than the people who I know who are mostly my age mm-hmm. were in our Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> we're young. Yeah. We're young and <laughs> yeah. it's we're figuring it out and I think we're getting it. Like yeah. each day I feel more and more confident yes, in what it is totally. that we're uncovering. Yeah, totally. I, are we, is it, 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 I don't know yet, but like I feel myself healing and transforming and I feel that That's happening positive. within a larger network. Yeah. 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 Um, and I feel this deep connection and alignment. So I don't know, but I feel like we're t- moving in a we positive are. place. Yeah. We are. We totally are. And that's another thing is like, there is like when we talk about balance, like there will always be conflict. Like there will always of be course. something we, and this is also the nature of change and movement. Is like there's always going to be a place you don't want to be anymore. <laughs> like we don't want to right. be in capitalism anymore. We don't want to be in imperialism anymore. Yeah, we're going to right. move on. And the place right. we move on to, we're also not going to want to be there anymore. So it's just. It's totally, yeah. It's a cycle. It's, yeah, totally. And, like, it's always going to be points of, I'm not afraid because I know that it will be as equally beautiful and equally terrifying as what we're yeah. living right now. Exactly. <laughs> so, like, let's mm-hmm. just fucking go. Like, I'm literally yeah, on already. go. Yeah. yeah, facts. Honestly, this has me thinking. I don't know why. I'm, like, so high. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm <laughs> no apologies necessary. <laughs> This has me thinking of the fucking, like, if a boundary not set is, like, the dream deferred. And I'm like... Wow. Oh, like, <laughs> Bria, bring it in. Bria took us high. I'm 
so but you know what I mean though like if you don't set the boundary like that's something that you're just blocking like that's just like the dream deferred like you don't really know what that could have been wow all mics have been dropped yeah damn sorry that That happened to a dream deferred yeah it withers up yeah that's that shit Mm -hmm. that's the fucking not setting a boundary like yeah it's just like kind of like not like it's not like about staying in your lane but it is kind of just about like staying where you can handle like doing what you can and like how much power you would you have if you weren't so depleted Mm -hmm. like you could yeah it makes me think of like when we have negative self thoughts or that negative yeah uh, internal dialogue like mm-hmm. who benefits from that like yeah. white supremacy and capitalism yeah exactly that's like the internal boundary yeah. thing I was talking about like you have to set boundaries for yourself like I'm not gonna talk to myself this way mm-hmm. I'm not gonna allow myself to be on Instagram comparing myself mm-hmm. with the next bitch mm-hmm. like I'm not about <laughs> to do that like I'm not about to do that to myself because that's what they want me to do exactly so I need to set this boundary. Just focus on myself. Steps out of the algorithm. Yeah, steps out of the algorithm. I'll be back later. Right, right. We'll check back. We'll check with you later. But I need to take a break. Yeah, absolutely. This segment, we're calling it the clip for the last little ah, bit. We just it. go back to just revisit some thoughts with our new guest, new okay. person coming. Yes. So as you know, we talked about body liberation yes. and living in a world that isn't so pressed on how people look and yeah. so limited in that imagination. Mm-hmm. And just have I just feel like the audacity to have the audacity to feel a way over how somebody else looks is yeah, ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's so um, ridiculous. <laughs> like, it's so ridiculous. I was sitting and the there, amount that it happens. Yeah, is yeah. I was sitting in the cab today. Like, my main question for anyone who is like a bigot <laughs> is like, what does this have to do with you? Like literally, how literally, does it impact like, your life? Need to bother you at all? <laughs> I think about that all the time. It's the most irritating. Right. With everything, I'm just like, mind your business. Please. Literally. Please. I it's saw so true. And I used it in my workshop tonight, like, just wondering how my existence is triggering you so much. I'm not speaking to you. I'm not trying to date yeah, you. I'm not. I'm looking why at you. Why are you so mad? Like, big, big, big mad. So, it's so bad. It's an epidemic. It's, it's insecurity, an epidemic. but it's yes. terrible. It is insecurity. It is insecurity. So yeah, we just wanted to hear your thoughts as yeah. to what a body liberated world feels like and how yeah. you how for you do you think that has to do with like sex and boundaries mm-hmm. and Yeah, I mean, I think we talked about it a little, but I definitely think that for me a lot of my body liberation happens in like intimate experiences. Um and I think a lot of it does have to do with I don't know. I don't want this to sound bad. 
Because I know that validation isn't important and it's not necessary. But something about, like, there's a difference between being validated by another person and, like, feeling a high or, like, a happy off their validation. Like, I don't think that we shouldn't aim for that. Mm -hmm. But I think that experiencing your body or their body or bodies Mm -hmm. with somebody else that you trust Mm -hmm. and seeing yourself in their eyes and not in a way of validation where, like, you need that validation, but, like, something about, like, that experience to me Mm -hmm. is meaningful and I don't know what why that is for me but I feel like that something about that impacts me and like is a positive influence on the way I I view my body and it's like I just always think about this and I I know that when people say stuff like you shouldn't need another person to like help you get there or you shouldn't need to do that with anyone else you should be able to get there on your own like I get that vibe but I'm also just like if I could do it with somebody else that I like love and trust if I can do body liberation work with that person Mm -hmm. why would I like and, and in a way where I could still stand on my own two feet and like feel it mm-hmm. why would I do it alone right and like kind of yeah and I also think like I reject the notion <laughs> that like validation is not necessary like I bitch <laughs> validate I me too. okay now I now I get the vibe okay yes. I also reject that notion I'm just like what's wrong with that like There's for me validation wrong. is affirmation exactly exactly, exactly. to know that what I'm doing I deserve is, to hear it right. and so many other people hear it Venus and Capricorn yeah. we need it we need it and so many other people and with like the typical body whatever like the typical color the typical eyes whatever it is like they they get that Mm-mm. all the time from the day that they are born Born, they see that everywhere exactly like is entirely validated mm-hmm. so like yeah like so what like i want to be validated like that shouldn't i everybody should be validated exactly everyone deserves that right. and i just think that when people say stuff like oh like you should just be able to do that on your own like why do you need someone to validate you like that's insecure and i'm like well yeah i'm insecure but also like mm-hmm. i need to be validated so i'm not and affirmed and my existence is like okay mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so yeah so i'm not insecure about it yeah. i don't know i think right. it's also like thinking about like insecurity being like a a totally normal and okay feeling to have yeah and like exactly i'm not sure about this i'm not i'm not sure how this is coming off how if this is working like I'm going to show that's someone. exactly all it is, yeah. And they're going to be yeah. like, oh, bitch, that shit fire. Or, oh, man. Right. But it's like, I think the like the self-love type of thing that's coming, like, like the, right. the heavy self-love Something conversation is that. like, if someone says, oh, I'm not really feeling that, then, like, that should be a determinant of what you do next, you know? Like... Yes, totally. It's just an opinion. It's just a, an idea, and it doesn't have to rule your whole life. Like, you... Totally. You could take it, or you could leave it. That's my new favorite Exactly. Thing. That's it. <laughs> take it or leave it. Literally. It's so important. Yeah. I really reject that we can do anything on our own. And I think in the last episode, Daria said that this whole idea around the thin ideal comes from um, this individualistic society. Totally. That we, in it's like we cannot do anything on our own. Like, I am you here don't need to connect. To. Yes. My roots are connected to your roots, to Daria's yeah. roots. Yeah. That is what I prefer. I feel safer in an interconnected existence. And so I need to talk everything I do with everybody. Like, I am here for my relationship. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And it's good to feel that way. And, like, 
it doesn't make you weaker and need anyone. Right. It's not about needing people. Well, maybe it is about needing it people. Is. Like, so what? It is. It is about needing people. You need mirrors. You need, people, need people to people. affirm yeah. you and say, like, you are You need to be the boundary. Yeah. 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 And that's that part. Like, yeah. you need that from other people. And so that's why when I think about this body liberation stuff, I think about it all. A lot of it. And I mean, a lot of that has come up in my relationship and like with my body and things like that and I feel like that's where I've done a lot of work and thinking and it's been helpful to have somebody Mm -hmm. to validate you and like be that support or just like sounding board or reflection for you Mm -hmm. I also um god yeah no that was it I feel like it's also nice to be that for people right yes a hundred percent I think it's beautiful it is yeah, it feels really empowering and like again like thinking about things that people do want, right? Like when you when you have these conversations about boundaries, like mm-hmm. saying like I need to hear these things um or structuring yeah. like I need to hear like that my body or like a certain part of my body looks good. Like mm-hmm. exactly. Because I you don't, need to. yeah, I, and that might be coming from a place of insecurity where, like, I don't feel good about it, and right. I would like some positive reinforcement, please. Thank you. Yeah, and that's something to be ashamed about because right. I think mo- more than not, people have felt that. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, our society shames us of so fucking. Much. I know. It's just like, off. damn. Like, can I just be insecure for a second? Right. I'm like, and then be affirmed and feel good about it. <laughs> like. Can I experience that process? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel yeah. so upset over the idea of insecurity being some type of like self-deficiency. Like yeah. I'm insecure because I don't know what the next step is. I'm yeah. literally learning my own life as I'm living it. Yeah. yeah, it's okay to be that way. Yeah, and I think like... It's really important. I like thinking about insecurities rather than like like depletion like you're lacking. It's like you're just yeah. not sure. Yeah. Like you're not confident. Um... In, in this outwardly expressing thing, and like that's totally okay. Like we're we're not exactly sure about a lot of things. Yeah, but like also yeah. like wanting to be secure, right? Like sharing my insecurity because I yeah. want to get to a place of security. So like exactly. And what does that? And look if you're like? shamed into talking, yeah. And if you're shamed into talking about your insecurities or being like open about your insecurities, mm-hmm. you'll never get to the point of being insecure. I mean, about uh, the point of being secure. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Wow. Yeah. Security. We've talked about so, security a lot lately. Body security. <laughs> yeah. Safety. Mm-hmm. Body safety. And, like, boundaries setting the space for this body safe. Yeah. It's just liberated mm-hmm. space. Yeah. yeah, it's really important. It all goes together, honestly. It really does. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, anything else any either of you want to say? Um, I'm set I out. I think I'm all good. <laughs> yeah. I'm set out, I'm too. I'm talked out. I literally <laughs> said it all. Priya, thank you so much. <laughs> oh, my God. Much. Thank you guys for having oh me. This God. is really Dream fun. Guess. Yay. Yeah. Did you have fun? I'm so glad. I had a lot of fun. I'm, like, really here for this. This just makes you want to, like, get high and talk. Exactly. I, like, all the time. Tell me why, yeah
Tell me.